hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. And this is an even uglier week than last, so I'm cheating. Uh, go get you some Jordan Love, rostered in just 43% of Yahoo leagues, which is 3% higher than our 40% rule, but it's dismal out there. Uh, Love faces the Chargers, who are ranked dead last in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. He's developed a nice rapport with rookie Jaden Reed in recent weeks. Love averaged over three rushing attempts and over a touchdown a game, and he has a great matchup. That's honestly the best you can hope for for this week. Hopefully you can find him on your waiver wire. Now let's get to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Most Accurate Podcast. I'm one of your host, Brandon Niles. With me is my fantastic co-host, the great, the irreplaceable Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy? Wow, that that's an intro. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm definitely better than last week. Uh, once again, apologize to all the listeners and watchers for having to watch Brandon and I both slog through the uh, the sickness. Uh, I'm better. I can't say I'm 100%, but I'm definitely better. Uh, ready to get to it. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm kind of where you are. I'm still sick. I'm, I'm kind of uh, kind of got a lot going on here, but I <laughs> feel better. You know what I mean? Last week I was, uh, you know, feverish and uh, seeing things and, and <laughs> highly medicated this week. Uh, this week, I feel better. I'm just kind of uh, cloudy. So forgive me for the sniffles and uh, anything else that happens. Thank you to everyone in the chat. We see you. We'll get to some of your questions later on. Uh, I, As a reminder, this is our streamer show. We highlight quarterbacks, tight ends, kickers, team defenses. You should target a streaming options for the upcoming week. Uh, as a reminder, we only discuss the streaming option if they're available in 40% or less of Yahoo leagues, or if I'm cheating because Jordan Love is at 43%, but there's terrible, terrible quarterback options this week. Uh, so if your favorite options discussed, they're probably rostered in too many leagues. Uh, let's hit a few of these questions. Uh, Office Depot, hello. Uh, I'm sorry I can't take your uh, your Chinese restaurant order, but it looks delicious, so I hope you enjoy it very much. Uh, you, I do see that you're trying to flip a first-round pick in Dynasty for David Montgomery and James Conner. Um, oh, I'm sorry, first-rounder and Monty or Conner for a stud wide receiver and running back. Should be able to do that. Uh, Keenan Allen is someone that you could probably get for a first straight up because most people don't think Keenan Allen has dynasty value, but he still seems to be really, really good. So target somebody like that, and you might not have to give up the running back. Uh, let's go back to a couple other questions. Donald Weber, hello. Uh, wants to know if they should add Rondale Moore and drop Jake or Drake London. Uh, Jen, I'm going to let you handle that one, um, just because I want to hear what you have to say about that Arizona offense with Kyler Murray back. Well, Donald and Brandon, uh, <clears throat> that was supposed to be TBD for later in the show. Oh, I really got to read ahead. I um, never read ahead. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We'll just we'll just do it now. Um, one of my stashes is Rondell Moore. Um, I'll get to why later. How about that? We'll do a little teaser. The answer yeah. is I don't know about dropping Drake London though. I mean, honestly, at this point, you probably can. It's not a, it's not pretty there uh, with him, but I do like Rondo more. I don't know if maybe you have a different drop. Uh, if you don't, then yeah, I'll go ahead and say, yeah. But if you tune in later for about maybe in about 30 minutes, um, I will tell you why I like Rondo more. Excellent. I love it very much. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of with Jen there. I don't know about dropping Drake London, but I, you know, it, it seems like a pretty low cost maneuver nowadays. Like Drake London's 
not good enough right now, unfortunately. So we'll see. Uh, Will Hayes has Jacobs, Mixon, Montgomery, Brees Hall, uh, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Deontay Johnson. Someone offered A.J. Brown for Brees Hall and Devontae Smith. I think with Jacobs, Mixon, and David Montgomery, I think that's a great move for you. A.J. Brown is a stud, one of the best fantasy receivers in the league. So uh, you hate to give up Brees Hall, but he's wildly inconsistent, and, he, and Brown is a big enough Im improvement over Smith. You're good at running back. I would, I would totally do that. Any argument, Jen? No, I think you're good there. And I think uh, with Chase and then with the addition of Brown, uh, you can get by with Deontay and whatever else you had enough to get rid of Smith. I, I think that's fine. Excellent. Before I get to more quarterbacks, I do want to say we're going to do a special uh, additional episode of TMAP tomorrow. It's going to be an AMA live stream tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with me Ooh. hosting. We're going to have Ryan McDowell from DLF and Pat Fitzmaurice on. Uh, we did this last year and had a blast. We answered a ton of questions, uh, helped a lot of people out with their trade questions. And it's one of those things where uh, I'm excited I could just defer to the experts because I've got a dynasty expert and a redraft expert. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So join us tomorrow uh, for any kind of trade questions. We will answer as much as we can get to on the air. So uh, I mentioned that the quarterback situation is terrible, Jen, and it's so bad. Like, I didn't want to cheat more than once. Otherwise, I'd throw out some 40 percenters out there like Matthew Stafford, um, who has a good matchup. But Stafford's rostered in too many leagues. Jordan Love honestly is, too. If you're I, I'm hoping you just picked up Josh Dobbs last week and you could just start Dobbs. That's what I'm hoping. But if you can't, I, I guess you can squint and think Aiden O'Connell might be in a shootout with Miami and might get some garbage stats, I guess. He's rostered in only 5% of leagues. The Miami probably will beat the snot out of the Raiders. I, I think that should force the Raiders to throw. That hasn't really been the case the last two weeks against the Giants and the Jets, where O'Connell has been able to play ball control game. Uh, Miami's 24th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. So again, if you're squinting and if you're absolutely positively desperate, I can I can talk myself into Aiden O'Connell. And then if you squint even even lower to the point where you really have your eyes shut and you're dreaming, uh, Zach Wilson at Buffalo. Buffalo is 14th in AFPA, but um, Wilson played okay against them earlier this season. Buffalo's really Jekyll and Hyde. And the, the key element here, I'm looking for guys that might have a little rushing upside. Zach Wilson has four games with 24 or more rushing yards, including 54 last week. So the hope there is that he runs in a touchdown in an ugly game which is uh, kind of what we saw in the denver buffalo game last night so uh then that that's all i've got again without cheating i i, I could have cheated and got a little bit more but hey, it's ugly out there jen it's really bad um i dm'd you yesterday <laughs> uh about this because i was like Ugh. i mean it's it's really bad i feel like hopefully everyone out there has somebody else that they've at least acquired over the last 10 weeks. Because um, if you're looking at a, a desperation streamer, like you said, there's, there's a few names, but um, the good news is, is that the quarterbacks that are on buys this week are likely not guys that you're really, you know, losing. I mean, you're looking at either of the Falcons quarterbacks, you're looking at Gardner Minshew, you're looking at Mac Jones and you're looking at Derek Carr slash Jameis Winston. So I would think that the majority of fantasy players out there might actually have a better option already on their roster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Office Depot said that a fantasy manager in their dynasty league uh, laughed at them when they requested a second rounder for Dobbs and now they're regretting not making that trade. It makes sense to me. Uh, Theo and I maniatis maniatis uh, time to give up on Tony Pollard, trade him for Javante Williams. Uh, we kind of touched on Pollard last week. You know, it's one of those things he's getting the, 
opportunities he should be producing almost like uh like Tyler Bass and Jake Elliott the kickers right like everything points to this guy should be putting up numbers but he's clearly not uh I'm okay it, you know Javante's been good Denver's offense seems to be trending in the right direction I'm okay with that Jen yeah I mean Pollard was really close to getting in uh this almost weekend. And I was hoping, I mean, I don't, I actually don't have him on any rosters, but for everybody else out there, that's been struggling with that, you know, late first to second round pick uh, that they spent on him. I was really hoping he got in for you guys and he did not, but I'm okay with that. Um, if you trade him for Javante, Javante certainly getting the volume and he's, he's been pretty efficient. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, hello, Mr. Scampers and Albert. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it is time now for me to ask the most anticipated oh. question in the history of fantasy football <laughs> podcasting. Uh, and that question is Jen, is it a good week to stream tight end? Not really, Brandon. It's not, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it's not as, as, as awful as quarterback. I mean, it's not that, that gross, but it's not great. Uh, once again, I hope that you are, uh, out there with with some tight ends already sitting on your roster. If not, I can. There, there's a few here that that are that are going to be serviceable, uh, but not great. Uh, first guy on the list to go along with your quarterback uh, streamer of the week is Luke Musgrave against the Chargers. He is 24% rostered, so he's been averaging four targets a game since their Week Six bye. The Chargers are 27th against tight ends in adjusted fantasy points allowed. So. You know, there's not a ton to say about it other than he's decent. Hopefully he'll be all right. He's serviceable. Um, that offense is kind of strained, right? I mean, it's not um, – it's kind of hit or miss, a lot of miss. So um, hopefully against the Chargers, you know, he'll he'll be there for, for some points. I wouldn't expect any kind of boom week from him, but he's something. Um, second guy I have is – Kind of interesting. Oh, I'm just saying, kind of interesting the youth there, right? You were trying to develop – Trying to see who's going to develop with Musgrave and Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson's been disappointing, but like all those young guys, like somebody, somebody seems to be emerging and then it's inconsistent. It's hard right. to really flesh out. Right. No, absolutely. The holidays are right around the corner, and what better way to please your family and the crowd than with HelloFresh's fifteen-minute meals? With HelloFresh, you can skip that trip to the grocery store and still turn around anything from photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts with pre-portioned ingredients that travel straight from the farm to your door. I've enjoyed avoiding that hassle with HelloFresh because all you have to do is pick your favorite meals, decide on a delivery date that works, sit back, and allow the food to come to you. And right now, HelloFresh is offering free breakfast for life. That's right, free breakfast for life. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree and use the code MostAccurateFree to receive one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Again, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MostAccurateFree using the code MostAccurateFree. It's another reason why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their Prize Pick stat projection. It's that easy. Quick withdrawals, an enormous selection of players, and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. 
PrizePix even offers in-game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more A.J. Brown receiving yards or less Jordan Love passing yards. Now, it's possible. Just go to prizepix.com accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. We're going to move on to uh, Chigakonkwo at uh, Jacksonville. He's 26% rostered. So he's had five targets a game since Will Levis took over um, that offense. However, he's not getting utilized downfield, which is a bummer. Uh, you know, I wish that he was getting more of that, but he's not. But the Jags are 18th in uh, in tight end adjusted fantasy points allowed. They're 11, allowing 10.3 half PPR points a game to the tight end. So... The matchup is there. Uh, hopefully, you know, him and Levis can can get something going once again, just a serviceable this week, right? Um, the third guy I have is uh, Tyler Conklin at Buffalo. He's 11% rostered. So Tyler Conklin has had 13 targets in the last two weeks um, with the Jets playing from behind in both of those games. He's the tight end nine in half PPR points per game uh, in the last two weeks in that, that same time frame. So you got to think this week, right? They're playing the Bills. They're probably going to be in the same situation, playing from behind, may get game scripted in that same way. And the Jets are actually, tw- or I'm sorry, Buffalo is actually 23rd uh, against the tight end and just a fantasy points allowed. So, you know, while Ky- Tyler Conklin is one of those not sexy picks, he's actually getting the volume. And if they are playing from behind, they might count on him again. So he's kind of my third guy um, as far as tight end streamer. Um, and then the other guy that, that, that office Depot brought up, I'm going to bring him up later in our staff section. Excellent. Excellent. I have a question for you. So Trey yeah. McBride is rostered in 59% yeah. of leagues, right? So uh, that doesn't qualify for streaming. He is available in like 75% of my leagues. Really? Um, so, it's an all in waiver wire. Like, like you number one waiver priority, like all the fab you've got right for Trey McBride. I would. Yeah. I mean, I actually have him, I have him in the league. I was able to grab him um, in a league that I had Waller. I grabbed him like a week before Waller got hurt, thankfully, just cause I was getting scared. And yeah, I mean, with he's, he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of targets and Kyler Murray seems to like him. So yeah, I think that with the tight end landscape as gross as it is, if he's actually there in your league and you need someone, like if you don't have Kelsey, Andrews, you know, Hawk, one of those guys, then yeah, I, I would be all in ish. Yeah, it's I, I I'm stunned by how available he still is. Although although I guess it makes sense, you know, with some question marks there, but boy, he just looked incredible with Kyler back under center. So uh Jacob Ander has Tua and Kyler Murray got offered Jerome Ford for Kyler Murray. They could use the help at running back. Would we do this in a PPR? Uh, I would, I would take a quick look at your waiver wire and make sure there's better options than what I've listed today, uh, to give you some confidence later on in the season in case Tua gets hurt. But I think that as long as, you know, like if you've got Jordan Love and Matthew Stafford, those guys are available on the wire. You could be pretty confident that later in the season, you'll have better options than, uh, you, you know, just in case of a Tua injury. But I, I think that's where if you need the running back, Jerome Ford is pretty steady. He's getting lots of touches and the Cleveland Browns offense is doing a little better. So I, I like that. What do you think, Jen? Yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking maybe to see if there's anyone better than, I mean, not that Ford's oh, yeah. bad, mm-hmm. but I think Kyler might be kind of a hot commodity right now with so many quarterbacks hurt and so many random quarterbacks starting. Uh, you may be able to get a somewhat, you know, another bump up from Ford. Uh, but I don't hate that anyway. 
but I would at least look around and see if maybe you can get, uh, not necessarily a tier up, but maybe a few guys up from Ford. Yeah, no, makes perfect sense. Um, uh, Stipo says they'll uh, take the 2023 tight end field over 2022. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's been a much better season uh, tight end wise. It's still a uh, still pretty rough. You start looking around tight end eight, nine, ten, but at least it goes like six deep instead of two deep this year. Right. <laughs> All right, Jen. Another yeah. uh, almost equally important question that I have for you every single week: Is it a good week to stream kicker? It's actually a decent week to stream kicker. It's definitely right. a better better kickers uh, than. Better kickers than tight end. Let, let's put it that way. And we need to keep it rolling. We had a really good week uh, last week. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop for a second and pat myself on the back. You deserve um, it. All five of my kicker streamers came in uh, as starters with like a le- top eleven or under. Jason Myers, um, man, that was your top one. I, I grabbed yeah. him in most leagues. And he, he was, was even Cairo Santos, who was my deep league streamer, was like kicker five on the week. It was ridiculous. Nice. It, it was a, it was a good week for kicker streaming. So um, let's hopefully we'll, we'll run it back again. Um, the top guy we have is is a bye week casualty, which is great for us, and that's Jason Sanders uh, against Vegas. He's only twenty seven percent rostered. That's not going to happen again after this week. So if he's there and you need a kicker, I would grab him uh, with that offense. He's he's going to continue to score points. Uh, the Dolphins are twelve point favorites at home against Vegas. Um, they have the highest implied team total on the slate right now at twenty nine point two five. So uh, Sanders is the clear number one. Uh, if he's available in your league, like I said, he's only 27% rostered. So there's definitely a chance um, that he's there as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Second guy I have here is uh, Jake Moody. He is uh, at home against Tampa Bay and he's only 25% rostered. I'm guessing because he had a week nine by maybe people just didn't remember. I think everyone listened up. to you and grabbed Myers instead of Moody last week. Yeah. And, and which, which was the right call, but yeah. Moody's still there for the 75% of rosters. So, uh, they are 11 point favorites at home against Tampa Bay and they have a really good, you know, 26.25 pretty hardy implied team total there. And he's kicker 13 on the year. Uh, so if he's there, uh, he's a good, he's a good option there. Number two, uh, the third option, <clears throat> Matt Amendola, uh, who currently is actually back on the practice squad. He should be back up though, because Kaimi Fairbairn is, is on IR. So unless they plan on bringing, and he was kicker four last week. So I don't know why they would bring in someone else when he was good. So uh, I, I assume there was just some sort of roster, whatever move, and they'll bring him back up later on. Maybe so they could keep someone else or whatever it is, but uh, he's only 1% rostered clearly uh, in Yahoo leagues. He's not even, he's not just so everyone knows, like he's not even on the NFL site. Like when you go to their site to look up stuff, couldn't even find him. Uh, I had to go somewhere else to figure out where, uh, wh- how he did last week, but that's another, that's the story for another day. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, he, uh, the Texans are four point favorites against Arizona this week with a 26.75 implied team total. So he's my third guy there. He is widely available and Houston's rolling, right? And they're playing the Cardinals. So I don't know why, you know, it wouldn't continue this week as far as points go. Um, I do have a bonus fourth guy because I always do. Uh, and it's Joey Sly against the Giants. You got to pick on the Giants, right? Everyone picks on the Giants. You have to. Joey Sly is only 1% rostered. They're 10 point favorites uh, over the Giants with a 23.50 implied team total. So that may end up being, I don't know how shootouty it can be with the Giants right now with Tommy DeVito, but uh, you know, those NFC East battles sometimes get there. So Either way, I think Joey Sly is a good option. And like I said, he's he's available in 99% of Yahoo leagues right now. 
Excellent. excellent. And that Washington offense kind of fun to watch. Do you realize Sam Howell leads the league in passing yardage? That's, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that's actually crazy. Um, I want to look real quick because someone mentioned Jake Elliott. Yeah, so Jake Elliott is 58% rostered, so he doesn't qualify as a streamer. But he's down to 58, which I'm sure he was probably at 99 uh, before the buy. So you can check and see if he's available. They do have a tough matchup against Kansas City, though, in Kansas City. So always good to check those guys coming off buys to see. But if someone yeah, I mean, buy. he is, you know, people clearly still hung on to him because he's he's still 58 percent rostered. Jen, Will Hayes wants to know if they should drop Brandon Aubrey for uh, Jason Sanders. Um, no, I, I mean, I'll tell you from a personal I have Aubrey and I'm not. So um, I wouldn't. I think that Dallas is just they're they're scoring way too many points. There's just no reason to to chase Sanders. I think Sanders is a guy if you are streaming or if you have a guy in a buy, I'd go for him. But if you have Aubrey, I'd keep him. Excellent. Excellent. Uh George Play01, thanks for the question. Starting quarterback is Tua. They have Justin Fields on the bench. Last week they needed to add Purdy. Should they now trade Purdy and Tank Dell for Isaiah Pacheco? Looks like they have good receivers. They don't need uh, tank Dell. I'm okay with that. I don't know that I'm anxious to get rid of Dell, but I don't know that you're starting him with the other receivers that you have. And Isaiah Pacheco is probably presumably an improvement at running back for you. So I'm okay with that trade. Uh, AKA offered a friend, Josh Jacobs. Uh, let's see Russell Wilson. I'm guessing, or Garrett Wilson. I'm going to guess I'm going to get, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which Wilson that is, but yeah. uh, Jacobs Wilson and Christian Kirk for AJ Brown and Najee Harris. Um, if that's Garrett Wilson, then that that's a lot to give up, but I'm still okay with it. If it's Russell Wilson, then it's definitely uh, a, a good trade. I just think A.J. Brown is that good. I think it's worth giving up, I, assuming you don't have to start Najee Harris. like if Because giving up Josh Jacobs, you're definitely taking a hit at running back. So Correct. what do you think, Jen? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Najee had a pretty okay week, though, right? Last week, he kind of... So, but Jalen Warren was just yes. announced the new starter. I actually don't think that's going to affect usage that much. I, I think that it. I think Harris is like 16 touches will go to like 12, you know, <laughs> let me tell you something. I got Jalen Warren starting in two leagues. Like he is in there. He, he was a fill in and he was a, uh, well, I guess I have to start Warren. Like now he's, he's in that spot and he's not moving right now. Cause he's putting up points for me. Yeah, uh, but definitely getting A.J. Brown, as long as you've got s some running back insurance, I'm I'm good on that. Uh, Josh wants to know if they should change anything on their roster. Uh, they've got Lamar, J.T., Aaron Jones. They got Tyreek Hill, D.J. Moore, Travis Kelsey, and, and Christian Kirk. Uh, they're 5-5. Five and five. It's a good team. I don't know why they're 5-5. Five and five. Maybe just because Lamar has been a little disappointing this season. Yeah. But it, it seems like everyone's going okay. Everyone ahead of them is 6-4. and four. Um, Well, I think that, you know... Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones have both had slower starts. You know, obviously Jonathan Taylor wasn't there, so there was no start, but now he's back and Aaron Jones seems to be healthy. So I feel like, um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you can hang in there and hopefully ride it out, but I don't know. Were you going to say something else, Brandon? I totally cut you off. Nope. Nope. That's it. I, I had that. I, <laughs> I think you're a good shape. I don't know that I see like an obvious move. Uh, also wants to know if they should start Kareem Hunt or Khalil Herbert this week. Uh, I would start Herbert if he starts, but if, uh, you know, obviously uh, that's, that's still in the air. So, but I think Herbert has, is more likely to get more touches than Hunt. Oh, it looks like he's okay. He's traded for everyone except JT. So we obviously had a different team prior. So that, okay. that makes sense. But I like your team now. I think you're fine. Yep. And hopefully Lamar will get back on the. I, I he hasn't been bad because his rushing production. I think he's he's averaging over 40 rushing yards a game and or something like that. So you know he hasn't been bad, but he 
hasn't been Lamar. You know what I mean? Has, yeah, hasn't not been. not for fantasy purposes. No, yeah. he's uh, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, before we get to the defense streamers, I want to take a minute to, to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. For week 11, I'm eyeing Terry McLaurin to get more than 57.5 receiving yards. Uh, he had a down week last week, but he's eclipsed that number in each of his previous four games. Faces a Dolphins defense this week that ranks 22nd in AFP to opposing wide receivers. I also like Brandon Ayuk at more than 58.5 yards against a vulnerable Tampa defense. Uh, that Tampa defense ranks 30th in AFPA. Ayuk has eclipsed that number in half of the of his games this season, um, and he's been within four yards of that number another three times. So those are the ones that I like. Uh, don't forget to go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. So I've got defensive streamers to talk about. I want to hear exactly how you're approaching the Steelers offense right now, because it's so disappointing and they can't score any touchdowns outside of Jalen Warren. What are you doing with all these guys? It's tough because I actually have. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got Deontay Johnson and George Pickens who are very highly rostered around the league. And I know. Most of you guys are super frustrated. I think Kenny Pickett is a guy that whatever, right? I mean, he's either he's either he, he's a streamer or he's not and more on the not side. But I don't know. I mean, we have to kind of hope that they can turn this around. I mean, looking at uh, their, their remaining schedule, <clears throat> I'm going to pull that up real quick since I did not know this question was coming at me. Uh, but that's okay because we can make it happen quickly uh yeah looking at their schedule it's decent right in the coming weeks i mean this week we have cleveland which is going to be a battle um it livens up a little bit with the Bengals in arizona uh, and then towards the end of the season you get the colts and the Bengals again and then the seattle so we have to hope that those those guys can kind of turn it around and hope that uh kenny pickett can get something going because when they're going they're going you know like both of the pickens has had some great games uh Deontay Johnson has kind of you know I think he's had one solid game since he came back from injury but it's tough I mean they're guys that you know every year we get these guys that are in a, a tough predicament where you can't really bench them I mean you can but you know a lot of people don't have the luxury of doing that in their rosters so um it's difficult we just have to hope we can turn it around because unfortunately it's just not a cut and dry situation it's not you know, if this, then this, or, you know, we just have to kind of hope that they can turn it around. Thank you very much, Jen. I appreciate my four-year-old has departed the room. It's possible that the screaming will ensue upstairs at some point, but I appreciate you hanging with me. Uh, let's get to the defensive streamers. It's a good week to stream defenses. Uh, I always recommend the Jaguars. I know they just got trounced by the 49ers, but that was kind of expected. Uh, this week, they're at home against the Titans, which is a little bit better of a matchup. Uh, Will Levis had a really nice debut, but he's struggled the last two weeks. Uh, the Jags are the defense special team 14 on the year, and that's with a bye and a bad 49ers week. So, uh, you know, take that for what it is. The Titans are 28th in points scored per game. Titans are fourth in sacks allowed. Uh, Jags are still tied for first in the league in turnovers. They're a good defense, and uh, I, I think that they're worth grabbing right now. They're available, they're only rostered in 20% of Yahoo leagues right now. Uh, second, the Vikings are, are are playing good defense, too. I keep talking about them. They're only rostered in 18% of leagues. Uh, plus, they're at Denver, who's set 22nd in the league in AFPA to opposing defenses. Uh, they're tied for 11th in sacks. Daniel Hunter's tied for first in sacks. 
Broncos are tied for sixth in sacks allowed. So I feel like Russell Wilson is going to be running for his life. Vikings are the defense special teams 10 on the year and the 10 and 10 in the last four weeks. So they're, they're surging at the right time. They're playing well. I think that it's a good, good addition of one. You could probably hang on to a little bit. Uh, those are the two I really like. And those are the two that are good streaming options. Uh, if they aren't available and you're kind of desperate, I kind of like the Lions. Um, their defense has struggled this year, but they are at home against the Bears. Uh, the Bears are 30th in AFPA allowed to opposing defenses. They're tied for second in turnovers this year, tied for sixth in sacks allowed. The Lions don't really excel at turnovers or sacks, but uh, the Bears are allowing that stuff. So it's one of those bad defense, really good matchup situations. Um, so if you're desperate, I, I kind of like the Lions. Uh, but really, Jags and Vikings, either one of those, I, th I think you really can't go wrong, I think is a good situation. What do you think about Washington? I like it. The thing is, Washington's so bad on defense. So, and they got rid of they they can't get any pass rush with Montez Sweat and Chase Young both gone. So yeah. I'm not opposed because the matchup is really good. And I think it is going to be a low scoring game. But ultimately, I kind of went with the Lions over Washington. Uh, because at least the Lions have like a good secondary. <laughs> no, I get that. And I, yeah. you know, in my my, you know, I do a Discord AMA uh, every Thursday, and someone asked me, I think it was a couple weeks ago. You know, when you're looking at streaming defenses, like what, you know, would you rather have a bad defense with a good matchup or a good, you know, and, and it's like, I remember saying like a bad defense is still a bad defense. Like, the, you know, even though you have, uh, <clears throat> you know, a weaker set of players on the other side of the ball, um, they're still a bad defense. And so sometimes you can't really overcome that. Yeah, so look for sacks and turnovers. Like that's what I tend to try and do. I try to look at potential for sacks and turnovers. And you know, Tommy DeVito hasn't been bad at avoiding the pass. He hasn't been a good player, but he hasn't been bad at like avoiding pass rush. And um, he hasn't really been turning the ball over. They've just kind of been stagnant. So it might be low scoring, and that might that might really help Washington. But I just I don't know. I'm just kind of staying away from that game. <laughs> So, except but, for Joey Sly. Except for Joey Sly, who I love. I love Joey Sly. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Jen, I'm always looking ahead to the next week and beyond when I'm setting waiver wire claims on Tuesday nights. So, who are the stash players I should be looking at this week? Um, okay. Hold on. Let me get back here. I'm sorry. I was looking at something else really quick. Okay. Um, so, the first guy I have, I usually do like a one, one week 12 stash for, you know, a week from now. And then I do the rest. So, the guy I have for week 12 and really for the rest uh, is Rico Dowdle. I've, I've had him. He's been in and out of the stash column all season, but uh, he's only 4% rostered right now. He had 79 yards and a touchdown on 12 carries last week uh, after that game was out of hand. So week 12, as we just talked about, they're playing Washington. Uh, that game might get out of hand and therefore they may throw in Dowdle again to uh, spell Tony Pollard. So I have Rico Daddle there. I feel like he's one of those guys. He's got enormous upside as a as a you know insurance person. I know we don't like the word handcuff. Um, as an insurance RB, uh, <laughs> moving forward anyway. And I've been trying to find a better word than handcuff. Like I know. insurance. None of them feel right. They don't. So if anyone in the chat has like, so a I ended good... up saying it anyway, even yeah, though right? we're trying not to. Right, I'm uh, trying not to. If anyone in the chat has a better a better word, I'd I'd love to start using it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he's only four percent rostered, which I find kind of crazy. I mean, I have him backup mittens. Um, I have him. I have him in a couple spots, and uh, you know they have a good schedule coming up, and you know Tony Paul. I mean, the thing is, they're not going to give. Tony Pollard's not going to lose his job because uh, he's fine as far as the Cowboys are concerned. Fantasy people are not happy, but but yeah. So Rico Daddle is, is my one guy there for week 12. And then I have two guys 
who have already been brought up uh, throughout the stream, but we're going to talk about him anyway. Uh, Rondell Moore is my first guy, or my second guy, I should say. He's only 9% rostered right now. He had a season high in targets, receptions, and receiving yards last week with Kyler Murray back in the mix. So, yay, right? I mean, maybe he's going to actually feature him, and they have a soft schedule moving forward. So he's a guy that I feel like people should stash. He may not, you know, he may not come out right away, but or he may. We don't know. But I feel Chance. like... I was Go going to say, Will uh, Will Hayes asked if they yes. should drop Quentin Johnson to pick up to pick up Rondale Moore. I was going to have you answer that while you're um, talking Rondale Moore. I think they're similar. I mean, as far as like tiers go, if you're sick of dealing with Johnson Johnston because he's not really doing much, uh, then yeah, mix it up and, and throw some Rondale Moore in the mix. But I feel like this is the time of year where you kind of get rid of those, uh, you know, the dead weight on the end of your roster that you've just been waiting for something to happen. I mean, Rondo Moore might not be any better than Quentin Johnston, but I'm sure you're tired of staring at him at the end of your bench. Uh, so we might as well rotate that and get some get a new fresh name in there, I guess. Uh, so that's that. The third guy I have uh, is a deep cut. It was mentioned by somebody above here, and that is Tanner Hudson, tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals. He is 0% rostered. 10 catches on 12 targets in the last two games. He is emerging as that pass catching tight end for the Bengals instead of Irv Smith. The next two games are rough. They play Baltimore and they play Pittsburgh. However, after that, it clears up for those later bye weeks. So if you can and can afford to grab Hudson now, he might be a good streamer uh, from week 13 on. Uh, I, I like... I, I like that we finally have a tight end in Cincinnati that we can kind of be hopeful about because we keep trying, you know. It's it's a, it's a battle, man. Every year we we keep we keep hoping, you know, off season springs eternal or whatever that that expression is. But I feel like every June July we're like, all right, and then you know, Irv Smith went there. We're like, all right, here we go, fire up Irv Smith again, um, and it was not meant to be. So Tanner <laughs> Hudson, I mean, he, you know. Let's go. I'm here for some Tanner Hudson. I, 10 I like catches it. on 12 targets in the yeah. last two games. You got to like it. I mean, I feel like if that's, if it's working, Joe Burrow is going to keep going. Like I said, though, he does have two rough, two rough matchups in the next two weeks, but then after that, it, it kind of opens up and clears up. Office Depot says they're still staring at Rashad Penny on their roster. Um, I, I give yeah. you permission to drop Rashad <laughs> Penny. I just dropped Kenneth Gainwell, which hurt. So, uh, you know, yeah. I actually, right before this podcast, was starting to do my waivers, and I was staring at Kenneth Gainwell in one of my leagues, and I was like, <laughs> I think it's, I think I need, we keep waiting, because, it, you know, if something were to happen to Swift, like, then, he's then there, yeah, one of those but guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, this might be the week that, that Kenneth Gainwell, I, I stopped looking at his name, because he's not making, he's not cracking the lineup, like, even on bye weeks, he's not in there, so why, you know. Yeah, I, I needed, uh, I had, um. I, I I needed a, a a new running back, and so I I wasn't ready to start him this week. So I, I I I'm dropping him, and it it hurts a little bit, but that's the way it goes. Uh, Joey the month wants to know if they should start Sam Howell over Joe Burrow, um, and Dobbs over Lamar. I I wouldn't start Dobbs over Lamar. I like Dobbs, but Lamar's just too good. Like I I just and I, and those those division games, Ravens Cincinnati, like that. I feel like that's going to be kind of a shootout. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. I would probably start Burrow over Howell, but you could talk me into Howell. I, I, Washington Giants, Giants are bad, but that could be a low-scoring kind of ugly game, or it could be Washington might beat them real bad, and and I, I don't know. I, I think that one's got a more variation in it, so I'd probably go Burrow, but you could talk me into Howell. What do you think, Jen? It, 
Yeah, it's difficult to recommend either of those guys over the other ones, but I understand where you're coming from. I actually was laughing when I was reading that because I have a league where I have Lamar and I have Howell as my backup, and he uh, he's outscored him like the last two weeks. Yeah. But I can't pull the tr- I cannot start Sam Howell over Lamar Jackson. I just can't do it. Uh, but it's it, I understand the theory behind it, and I understand the the galaxy braining to get there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Bartolome, I give you permission to drop Roshan Johnson. Uh, it seems like he's third on the depth chart. I know we get some passing down work, but I don't think it's going to be consistent enough to warrant actual lineups. Uh, Space Ghost Force, I don't think it's Alama Day, uh, Zacchaeus <laughs> time or Albert O time, but I appreciate you. And uh, those are some callbacks I appreciate. Uh, let's hear Jen. Toby wants to know Kamara and Downs are on by. They were holding on to Zay Jones, but you know, problems with Zay Jones. Trent Irwin, Curtis Samuel on the wire. Which one do you prefer between Trent Irwin and Curtis Samuel this week? Um, it depends on is T if T Higgins is back, then I think Trent Irwin is not really an option anymore. Curtis Samuel's kind of intriguing. I mean, he seemed to get more of the work over Dotson last week, but the problem is it's they they just keep flip-flopping and we can't get a good solution. So um, I would kind of check on the status of the Bengals receivers. If T Higgins is out again, then uh, Trent, Irwin, Trent Irwin is worth it. Curtis Samuel, I think might be worth a flyer. Uh, Zay Jones. I'm with you. I actually have him uh, in a league. Actually, I think I have him in two leagues and I've, he's been such a waste of space <laughs> because he keeps, you know, he'll go in for a play. Then he gets hurt for another week. And then of course he got arrested last night, which we don't know what, the ramifications are for that or maybe there were and i just i missed them today uh so yeah i still haven't answered your question i don't think but i guess i guess samuel for me but depending on depending on injuries yeah also see if rondale moore is on the wire yes uh, <laughs> or even or michael wilson i mean honestly, wilson. i think both yeah. of them uh, are going to be uh are going to benefit from murray being back and they're probably not people probably aren't clamoring for them on the waiver wire uh, Adrian, uh, beat your son. Uh, should they trade Jahan Dotson for Noah Brown? I would Noah Brown's pretty uh, oh, yeah. awesome right now. Yeah. So I, I would if absolutely that's, do if that. If that's a possibility, I definitely would do that. My 40 Cal bangs got offered Kyler and Zay Jones for Devonte Adams. Unless you really need the quarterback, I would just keep Devonte Adams. I, I feel like, like I said, we've kind of got two weird Raiders games with Aiden O'Connell. I'm not saying O'Connell's really good, but we've gotten two games where, They've faced like decent defenses and they've won and they've been able to just run the ball. Like Josh Jacobs has over 26 touches in both games. Like I, I don't think we've seen like the volume that we'll see for Devonte Adams yet for the rest of the season. And he did have like 13 targets. So I would stick with Devonte Adams, even though it's concerning what's gone on. Uh, let's see here. Jelly the month just traded for Michael Pittman as the wide receiver four. what do you think of Pittman the rest of the season, Jen? I like Pittman. I think he's been quietly good. And I feel like he's always quietly good. Like, I feel like he's a guy that he got, there was a lot of hype uh, when he entered the league and then it was kind of a rough start, but I feel like he's, you know, qu- he's quietly good. I think him and Garner Minshew have a good rapport. Uh, I'm t- especially as a wide receiver four. Yeah. I'm in for that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Do you disagree? See. No, no, not at oh, all. Okay. You were, no, I was reading what my 40 Cal uh, says that it's Zay Flowers, not Zay Jones. Um, I still like Devontae Adams better, um, even if it's Zay Flowers and Kyler. So uh, let's see here. Will Hayes, should we be holding on to Leonard Fournette? Meh. You know, I actually put him in my stash article this week. Uh, ah. Prior prior to last night's game, 
Uh, I thought that Latavius Murray was done and washed. And apparently they, yeah, he was the beneficiary of the James Cook doghouse last night. And he all of a sudden decided to go off. So now I'm, I'm not so sure. I still think he's playoff Lenny and his name is playoff Lenny for a reason. So I, I think if you, if you can afford to keep him, I would a little bit just to, we see uh, how it plays out once they activate him from the practice squad. Uh, Office Depot wants to know how we feel about trade deadlines. Um, I'm in a league. I, I, I don't, I don't like him in dynasty in redraft. I like him, but I I've seen some, I've seen some leagues where once a team is eliminated from playoff contention, they, they are no longer allowed to make trades. And I kind of like those, uh, but I know that only some sites offer that setting. So that's kind of where I am with their Jen, your thoughts on trade deadlines. I like them. I mean, I don't know. I guess I have no opinion on trade deadlines. I think that they're fine. But like you said, if if it's just a redraft league, then yeah, you shouldn't be able to to trade past a certain point if you're not in the playoffs because that that's that's all collusion. If it's dynasty, of course, that's a whole different animal. Um, I yeah, I think trade deadlines are are fine. I mean, I I understand not being able to trade up until the last minute because that's you know, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm indifferent. Uh, Toby says Rondale's on on wire on the wire, but Michael Wilson is not. I would grab Rondale more over Curtis Samuel. Uh, let's see here. Adrian wants to know what to do with Justin Fields. Uh, keeps hearing that he doesn't want to play for them anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't blame on, your, him. on how big your roster is. Like I'm holding Justin Fields because the rushing production is so much when he does get on the field, but. You know, depends what's out there for you. Like if you have like a noticeable upgrade, like if you could go get jared goff or something like that on on your waiver that's a different question than if you're staring at russell wilson you know so jared goff is like 70 something percent wrong i mean he's pretty yeah. highly rostered i was just trying to think of somebody that might be available no, i know but leagues, you know but i was yeah. just saying what a world we live in i'm sorry he's 94 percent wrong 94 percent so that's yeah that, i was more commenting on what a world we live in that sure. jared goff is now 94 percent. i'm so happy for jared goff yeah me too I, yeah, he was cast yeah. aside i love it uh yeah. would you drop landon michael wilson donald weber says uh landon michael wilson i i like michael wilson as a stash as somebody to hold on to but you know if you've got a short bench and you need that roster spot then it's okay to drop him he's i like him because he's the he's the only guy on the arizona roster who does what he does right he's a he's an ex receiver and that's uh with kyler coming back i'm kind of interested in that but i don't think it's huge you know what i mean so uh space ghost force wants to know about Jalen warren as a starter Zach, uh, we talked about this already you we talked it. about that a little bit yeah we think that maybe the shift goes from 60 40 naji to 60 40 uh warren but we think both are still going to be in play. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be the same. I don't know. I think it's in name only, and I think they're going to continue to do what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, Adrian wants to know if uh, they offer Jordan Love for Justin Fields. They want to back up behind Justin Herbert. I'm okay with that. Buy low on Justin Fields. I'm okay with that. Uh, let's see here. Jelly of the Month Ooh. wonders if, if uh, Devon a-chain is gonna <laughs> play uh if he plays i think you flex him um although puka plays seattle right puka yes. if they're wondering if they should play a-chan or, or puka yes they, they play at home against seattle yeah, you gotta play puka against seattle right yeah but i mean but got, against, against las vegas you've got ah. i was gonna say you've got miami at home against vegas and miami's a different team at home so yeah. how lucky do you feel right if you feel if you feel excited like swinging like a chan is hard to hard to uh, yeah it is i agree and i feel like who i don't know i they scare me a little bit i know stafford's back which is which is good 
but uh between you know cooper cup and puka it's it's been a little rough so you know the chain is pretty uh fresh off off of a restful ir stint so he has fresh legs arms feet all of it so i don't know (laughs) Uh, for the playoffs uh which side in a ppr you want kyron williams and and achan or do you want david montgomery and tony pollard um i would still bank on touches even though Kyron and HN are kind of exciting. I think Montgomery and Pollard are going to get enough touches. So that's what that's. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately I agree with you. It's, it's the non sexier side, but I, I do. I do agree with you. Uh, Alan S wants to know Keaton Mitchell or Ty Chandler priority. Uh, both. Both. <laughs> uh, I like both. I'm going to side with uh, Mitchell because I think Madison will be back in a week. And I think Mitchell's going to continue to get touches. If Mitchell can get 10 touches, then I love him. I, he's just not there yet. So I'm, I'm nervous, like putting him in a lineup, but he's had take the way. other side. Yeah. You like Chandler better. I like Chandler. Yeah. I feel like yes, Madison will be back in a week, but I mean, Madison hasn't been great. And I feel like if Chandler can get rolling, uh, he had a great week last week. Obviously, if he can get rolling again, he might steal that job. I hope and, so. I, but, Mitchell but the has is Edwards to contend with for sure. I mean, Gus is going to continue to get the red zone stuff. So I kind of, I mean, listen, like you said, both, but if I had to pick Chandler, I think that's a very, very, very fair stance. (laughs) Uh, Traded uh, Reese Thomas traded Amari Cooper for Devontae Smith. What do we think? Uh, I I like both sides of that trade. I'm okay either way. Like whichever one you like better, I'm okay with. So uh, do you have a preference? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I just don't, I'm I'm not a big Deshaun Watson believer. I don't know. I just feel like I'd rather have, to me, the better quarterback, the better offense. I mean, Watson might be hurt again, and we may be looking at PJ Walker anyway, right? Sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, it's, it's supposedly there's an ankle issue that we right. Don't there's know the there's something of. going on there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's. I think, like you said, they're they're similar players as far as fantasy production. So, Alex Nicholas uh, trading Austin Eckler for Debo Walker and Pittman. That's a lot for Eckler. Um, I think I like it. I, I, I think Eckler is hard to give up because he finds the end zone so much. Walker's kind of trending downward, but he's still good. And Pittman and Debo are both startable. I, I like that. If you need the depth, I think that's a good return for Eckler. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I yeah, I think it's fine. Alex Forrest, should they trade Garrett Wilson for Devontae Adams? Uh, I, I would do that. It's hard to know which quarterback to put your stock in Zach Wilson or Aiden O'Connell. Uh, so like, I, I guess I would side with Adams just cause I think he gets more targets, but, but I don't know. I kind of love and hate both those players right now. Yeah. It's tough to, it's tough to rely on Zach and Zach and we don't know much. I mean, Aiden O'Connell, we've got a small sample size. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, they're both very talented receivers, right? So it's just a matter of, like you said, which one you're putting stock in. Absolutely. Uh, last question, and then I will let Jen get on with her uh, with her evening. Toby uh, wants to know if Jalen Guyton is worth adding to the end of the ba- of the bench. They're done with Quentin Johnston. Uh, I'm kind of staying away from every Chargers receiver that's healthy outside of Keenan Allen right now. So uh, I just don't. I, I just think it's too frustrating to fr- try to figure out which one to start. So I'm just I'm just avoiding them. So go get Rondale Moore. Yeah, I feel like what we watched the other yesterday or what day is it? What Sunday Herbert was a little off too. I mean, I know Allen ended up having a huge day, but there were some weird throws and Guyton. I feel like we've been waiting for him to to be a thing for a few years now, and it's just not happening. So uh, get yourself some some Rondo Moore or like Demario Douglas, someone like yeah, that. 
Douglas, yeah, he looks good. He looks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's off this week, but if you're just if you're just rounding out the end of your bench, I would I would go for someone like that. I love it. All right, so thank you, Jen. Always a pleasure. Any final thoughts before we go? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm blank. Uh, no, not at all. Happy Thanksgiving. I guess we. Oh no, we'll be here on Tuesday. So no, not not happy Thanksgiving yet. We'll 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 handle that next week. Double happy Thanksgiving. Double happy, happy. happy Thanksgiving now and later. That's uh, the... <laughs> listen, Thanksgiving. I, I, the food is is everything for me. So I'm already like over here thinking about you know the side item sampler that I'm going to create. Very uh, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've got nothing really. Uh, good luck everybody this week, and uh, yeah, good luck in the in the waiver wire this evening slash morning. Excellent. Thank you to everyone in the chat for joining us. We appreciate you and love chatting with you every week. Uh, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We're here every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come join us throughout the season live on the 4 for 4 YouTube channel to discuss streamers that will get you through your season. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Jen Akins NFL and at Two Guys Brandon. Thanks for checking us out and have a good day.